What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, and today we're going to have a new format called Coach Talk. Uh, we'll be putting this in periodically moving forward. We'll sit down with one of our Thrivology coaches who will have a list of questions for. The coach and I will answer back and forth, give you some information, answer the question, um, and then hopefully you'll have some action, steps, some action steps from it moving forward. You can submit your questions to the Thrivology Facebook or Instagram uh, messages. So you can DM on Instagram or message on Facebook, uh, the Thrivology page. So make sure that you go there and you submit your questions there. Without further ado, enjoy this episode of Coach Talk. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Coach Talk. Today, we're going to start a new show, if you will. Show inside of the show. What are you laughing about over there? I'm clearing my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Jonna has to actually speak some words, so she's making sure that she's fully prepared uh, for that moment. Because it's a big moment. Big. First time on camera. Mm -hmm. uh, audio. Yes. <laughs> uh, coach talk. So we wanted to uh, start integrating a little more conversational pieces with our coaches so that uh, we can start answering your questions about what we're talking about. Uh, we all are striving to become a certain kind of person, and in order to do that, we need guidance. In order to get your questions answered and to guide you in a direction, um, that's what we're going to do more regularly. So this week is going to be all Coach Talk, first with Coach Trevis. What's up? Not much. How are you? I'm pretty well. Yeah. Trevis, uh, she admires me so much that when I showed up today, she had the exact same shirt on, but long sleeve, just like Jonna does behind the camera, who you can't see. I mean... And who was the one who had to change? <coughs> not had to. Strongly suggested. More like directed, but okay. <laughs> but that shirt makes your muscles pop. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, so here's what we're going to do. Jonna is going to ask us some questions. Trevis and I will banter back and forth, give you some um, potentially good, useful knowledge out of it. Um, we'll see how many questions we can get through, and that'll be that. So you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, Jonna. What's fundamental? <laughs> oh man, already <laughs> lost it. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. She lost Big it. Big breath. Oh, man. Oh, we'll try again. We'll try again. <laughs> uh, that was your moment. That was right, your moment. Right. That was your mic drop moment right there. And then, then she can't pull it off. All right. Ready. Ready. What fundamentals should everyone know about nutrition and what misconceptions are common? It's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to start practicing the same word now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what fundamentals should everyone know about nutrition and what misconceptions are common? Correct. Very good. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Uh, TJ, you want to start with this? Um, okay. Yeah, I'll start with this. So I think that... You want to start um, with fundamentals or misconceptions? Misconceptions. Let's That's start there. Start. So I think that misconceptions that happen out in the nutrition realm is the fact that you feel like what's the perfect diet people want to know what's the perfect diet to 
either lose weight, put on weight, get them to whatever goals. And I think that's a misconception as in there is no perfect diet. Um, so I think that that's the biggest thing because you're asked constantly what, you know, what's the perfect diet? And I don't think that exists for a number of reasons. And the fact that, you know, what works for one person may not work for the other person based on their metabolism, their lifestyle or whatever. So I think that um, approaching it more in the fact that it, it's experimental, you need to try things because like I tell our members, if you don't feel that this is something that you can do for the rest of your life, you're not gonna do it. Mm -hmm. So mess around, try different things. There are, and we'll get to the fundamentals of I think the basis of every diet out there has a basic core group of fundamentals mm -hmm. just and tweaked a little bit differently. So I think you have to experiment around, find out what feels good to you, what you feel you can do for the rest of your life, and I think you've found mm -hmm. how you should be eating to meet your goals. Uh, yeah, totally agree. Um, man, the perfect diet, just like, you know, what's the best way, what's this, that, like those kinds of questions where it's like the best way, the most effective, like whatever, like those kinds of questions where it's like, this is the assumption is here's the template that fits everybody mm -hmm. and is if you plug this in right. then you're going to get to where you're what where you want to go right. which also leads to the end assumption which is once i get there then i don't have to do it anymore mm -hmm. right right mm -hmm. and this goes back to another i think misconception of nutrition or dieting i think maybe is a better way to think about it is um that it stops yeah, there's an end point. Um, the word diet has been misconstrued so much, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, like, our diet is just what we eat. Right. That is, that's, that's the actual definition of it. Right. And yet, we've misconstrued it to mean the thing that we're doing for the time being. A right. thing that gets us to a place. Um, but because of that misconception, we have literally ground ourselves into a hole, if you will, um, with our progress because we we get somewhere mm -hmm. but then we stop. Right. It's not a, it's not sustainable. Right. Exactly what mm -hmm. you just said. It's mm -hmm. not the thing that keeps me going. It's not right. the thing that I think that I can do the rest of my life. The keto right. diet, no not nobody. Ninety nine percent of people can't do the rest of their lives. Right. Just can't. They say the average <clears throat> length of time that a person can successfully stay on the true keto diet. I'm not talking about dirty keto and yeah. all the rest of that yeah. stuff. The true keto diet <laughs> right, that was created many, many years ago yeah. um, is like 18 months and then... Oh, I'm surprised it's that long. Yeah, so yeah. It, that's, a, that's an extremely difficult yeah. diet to maintain. Yeah. Um, you know, it has benefits, but originally it was not created for weight loss, nope. but that's what it's being used for yep. now. So... Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think you, by the word diet, and that's why we, I try not to use that word mm -hmm. um, because it's more lifestyle mm -hmm. because it is something that you are going to have to do for mm -hmm. the rest of your life. And I think that another misconception is people don't understand that your metabolism is affected by, our body is affected by mm -hmm. whatever we do mm -hmm. for a period of time. It's, we don't give our metabolism and our bodies enough credit that they adapt they're very adaptable and they will push back on something that you've been doing mm -hmm. for too long 
and you have to then kind of switch your gears. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think if you find something that feels good, that, you know, not to say that you don't have to do <clears throat> a higher version of whatever it is for mm -hmm. a while, but once you hit your goal, mm -hmm. then it's figuring out the balance there to move forward. That's a good point. Yeah. Yep. So, and That's I think people don't honor, I call it honoring your body's mm -hmm. intelligence mm -hmm. and that you have to be willing to shift around a little bit until you get to that point. Yeah. And then it's pretty much smooth sailing mm -hmm. after that. You know, I tell people you want to fluctuate, you know, five pounds either side, maybe don't get so hard set on this number mm -hmm. and you're going to go under, you're going to go mm -hmm. over a little bit, but just don't let it get higher than five or seven pounds mm -hmm. either way. Yep. No, that's very good. Um, yeah. So I think another, now that we're sitting here talking about it, another misconception that I think of, which is something that you talked about in a nutrition lesson on Google Academy recently is health and you, you call it the health halo effect, mm -hmm. but like what healthy actually is, mm -hmm. I think is a gigantic misconception. Yes. Um, actually I read an interesting, I think it was a newsletter that I was reading how the FDA, um, I think it's the FDA, no, uh, agricultural, no. anyway, that part's not important. One of the anyway, governmental agencies. Yeah, one of the government, one of those agencies out there uh -huh. um, is actually starting to define what healthy is. Yes. And they're pissed about it. Mm -hmm. Like the food industry is not happy about it. Mm -hmm. Because. Not surprising. <laughs> why are they not happy about it? Well, because I think the food industry tries to trick us to sell products and make us believe something's mm -hmm. healthy. And it's not. Are you talking about, they're talking about changing the labeling, mm -hmm. like putting a color code chart mm -hmm. on the front of the boxes mm -hmm. that will help you to completely understand mm -hmm. what is in there, what's the components and the products that are in there. Mm -hmm. And because it's very, very confusing right now. Oh, certainly. And the front of that box, the front of any product is meant to sell the product, mm -hmm. not to tell Nothing you else. how mm -hmm. healthy it is for you mm -hmm. or not. So I, I did see that, um, I think they're already, they might already be using this over in Europe in a beta test field yeah. and putting mm -hmm. it on products. And I really love the fact that it was perfectly clear, like mm -hmm. to look at that, I'd be like, yes, I want, you know, I will buy that product or I won't buy yeah, that product. Yeah, I think Europe does like red, white, and blue. They and do something. They're not red, white, blue. Why would they do that? <coughs> uh, red, yellow, and green. Maybe, yes. Yeah, something to yeah. that effect. Yeah, I saw a, a template of what that looks like, and yeah. I was like, man, I don't know why the United States has to be so far behind Europe when it comes to food labeling laws. Mm. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, well, that's a deeper discussion, Much deeper, so we don't have to go there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, they're, they're actually starting to define health and to put regulations on what can be literally labeled as healthy. Mm -hmm. One of the things that they're putting a definition on is the added sugar that's in a product. Um, if it's more than, I forget, don't, I don't, I can't remember the exact grams, but if it's more than, well, let's say like 10 grams, mm -hmm. nine grams even, mm -hmm. then you can't put that it's healthy on right. the box. Cause it's like, not. <laughs> Cause it's not. And they're, they're angry about with the food industry, oh. not happy. All right. Well, not happy about understand it. that sugar, helps preserve plus mm -hmm. it heightens and enhances the flavor of mm -hmm. the product so point. they're gonna have mm -hmm. to really to if you notice you can you know, I'd almost say most of the time when you see a product disappear from the shelf mm -hmm. for a while 
And so everybody gets used to something all the time. So mm -hmm. they have to, when a product sale drops down, they have to relook at that formula mm -hmm. to why tighten it, it up. Selling? Why is mm -hmm. it not selling? And that's what I tell people. So when you see a product disappear from the shelf, uh, our local grocery store is is really good at saying closeout or yeah. that the white tag or yeah. the red, that yeah. you think, oh my, my favorite product yeah. is no longer going to be available. Yeah. Because I fell for it years back when yeah. they did that, and I'm like, oh goodness, I gotta buy what's mm -hmm. here because it's leaving the market. Well, and I I did because it was something healthy that I used all the time, and then all at once it came back out with yeah. a different like label. Yeah. And when you see the labeling change and become more colorful or whatever, you better look mm -hmm. at what that pro what that product is now because mm -hmm. it's likely had sugar added to it, it's mm -hmm. had salt added to it, it's had, that formula has changed because that gets the sales going again. Because yep. people see it and it's eye-catching and they're like, oh, it's back, oh, mm -hmm. you know. But you better check it. Good point. Um, okay, good. So, fundamentals. Fundamentals. So I think that the fundamental, the fundamentals that people need to pay attention to when it comes to nutrition is you want to have eat enough protein. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could be one gram for your ideal body weight is technically what the baseline is for that. That by far in the United States, our fiber intake. Uh, just to clarify. So like if you're 200 pounds and you're trying to get to 150 pounds, then you want then 150, you want 150 grams, grams of, of protein. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then vice versa, if you're 120 pounds and you're trying to get to right. 125 pounds right. then you want to have want to have yes 125 grams that's baseline a day. now yes a day, a day. Got it. um the next thing you got to pay attention to is fiber by far in our country mm -hmm. because of all the processed food mm -hmm. we have available our fiber intake is very poor mm -hmm. so we want to pay attention so protein and fiber are your two biggest things to worry about first mm -hmm. ample water and i think the other thing is Carbohydrates are necessary. They serve a purpose in our lives, but by far we have overdone carbs as far as mm. having them at every single mm. meal of the day, mm. having them in every snack. So and the think, type. And the type of carbohydrates, mm. too much refined mm -hmm. carbs. So you want to stick with more complex carbs that help mm -hmm. get more fiber into your diet. And then uh, water, I think, is mm -hmm. significantly important that we aren't relying on a bunch of liquid calories, mm -hmm. soda, those types of things. And then I think the other thing that a lot of people don't think about is <clears throat> do you really need to eat up until the time you go to bed? Mm -hmm. All day long, yep. multiple meals, snacks. I think that if you, I want to say, ideally, snacking really mm -hmm. shouldn't exist. Well, it's, it's totally made up. Right. Again, it's a food industry so product. So if, if you're putting mm -hmm. your meals together, mm -hmm. your three meals, now if you have a goal of we were wanting to put on mass, then yeah, you got to eat you know, more. more. Mm -hmm. But a basic person who's just an average Joe, three solid meals a day mm -hmm. that are put together correctly with ample protein, ample fiber, lots of veggies, complex carbohydrates, healthy fats, can't forget about those, then I don't think snacks yeah. are necessary yeah. so you need to stop eating and don't fall in that trap mm -hmm. that you're eating after dinner at night before you go to bed so i think it's you know a 12-hour window of time a basic mm -hmm. fasting mm -hmm. like eat your dinner at six o'clock don't eat again till six o'clock the next mm -hmm. morning 
give your body, I think you're going to see improvements in your digestion, yeah. the way you feel, the like way you sleep levels, at night. Yeah. Right. Insulin so levels, like all that's going to gonna improve. Snacking right up to going mm -hmm. to bed. Um, I like that one a lot. I think like that's something that's been on my radar for a long time. Mm -hmm. Just having a window. Mm -hmm. And I know you don't like the word window necessarily because it's more like fasting related. Mm -hmm. I'm not, like I said, I'm not talking about fasting. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about intermittent fasting. Well, just we have, all fast. Yeah, yeah I mean, degree. we all, but certainly. Just what level. Right. Um, but picking a time frame. Mm -hmm. And 12 hours seems to be the best, the minimum. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't want to have a 10 hour window or well, I'm sorry, for, uh, the eating window is what we're talking about. Right. So you don't want to have a 14 hour window. Right. Where the you're maximum eating. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So 12 hour maximum. Mm -hmm. So eight in the morning to eight at night, seven in the morning to seven, Whatever fits six in schedule. the morning, six at night, whatever mm -hmm. that is. And that seems to be the maximum if you want to have a healthy metabolism. Mm -hmm. Like you're talking about, mm -hmm. health, healthy glucose levels, healthy energy levels, healthy, like all of that stuff. Well, and don't forget your brain. That well, we, We're not even bringing that right. into the equation yet. So, like we yeah. haven't even talked about that. Right. So, uh, very valid point. Um, let me talk about fiber real quick because here's the pushback that I hear in my head. Okay. Well, I have fiber one cereal every morning and I eat high fiber bread and I eat high fiber... Right. Uh, grain bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I get plenty of fiber, don't I? All right, along with all of that fiber, because that all sounds processed, mm. the products are, mm -hmm. you're getting other pieces of, like you're probably likely getting a ton of sugar along mm. with that, because when I talk about fiber, I talk about vegetables. Mm -hmm. So there's two types, there's insoluble and soluble. Mm -hmm. You need both of them mm -hmm. to some degree. But when I refer to fiber, I'm referring to naturally occurring fiber in vegetables because by far, along with if you focus on, let's face it, lots of people don't like vegetables. They sure. don't want to eat them. Well, and I think, I believe that that goes back to the palate thing you were talking about before. Oh, about yeah. your, it's just your system's not adapted to them. Right. But right. we can, that's another conversation for another. Right. It's just like kids. I'm sorry. I need I need, to, I need to say this real quick. I don't have kids, so please understand, you should take this with a full <clears throat> teeny tiny itty bitty grain of salt mm -hmm. or full load of salt, like whatever the analogy would actually be. Um, so yes, I don't, I don't have kids, so please take it for whatever it is. And yet, I do know human adaptation. I do believe I understand human adaptation and evolution. And if you feed something in the beginning, be that a kid, a mouse, uh, dog, uh, whatever animal, sugar in the beginning, it will adapt very, very quickly to wanting that thing. Oh yes. It's like before the age of like 13, if you give a kid sugar regularly, literally the brain structure is different. Mm -hmm. It's literally different. So you, it's, there is no, do not, the fact that when I hear, and again, I don't have kids, so I understand the struggle. And yet, I feel like most of the struggle is because we give kids, and a lot of it is the trick, is the health halo effect. Mm -hmm. Because companies, again, on kid, on baby foods, on whatever, like those little pouches mm -hmm. of fruit thingies, like it's just sugar. That's mm -hmm. all that it is. Mm -hmm. Your kid, the kid doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. It's not healthy. It's, I can't even justify that it's healthier than them having like a bowl of like ice cream. 
-hmm. I can't even justify it. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time justifying that. Mm -hmm. But I'm sorry, like I'm ranting right now, but like that, <laughs> that statement that, well, my kid just, they just crave sugar. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yes, a hundred percent. If you give them sugar regularly before the age of, I think it's like 10 or 13 or something later, like later in life, not later, but like later in yeah. kidhood, mm -hmm. they brain, their brain structure literally changes and literally gets addicted to that thing much quicker. Sure, sure. You so, give kids, you give kids vegetables from day one. If you give the, a kid a balanced exposure to those types of foods, vegetables. Now let's talk about fruits because fruit. Mm. A lot of people look at fruit as being nature's candy. Mm -hmm. um, so let's step back and say we were. Our brains are wired for sweetness in our food mm -hmm. because number one, back when. Cavemen, when we existed as Neanderthals or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, that was the indication that that food was dense. I, mean, I don't know what that was either. But <laughs> she was giving us a high five. But she, <laughs> that food was calorie dense and it was a survival thing in our brain so mm -hmm. that when we found those types of food, it, well, number one, in, indicated that the food was okay to eat, it mm -hmm. wasn't spoiled. But it was a dense source of calories because back then we didn't know when our next meal was coming. Mm -hmm. In our day and age, there's food everywhere. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful because we are wired mm -hmm. internally for sweetness. Mm -hmm. Now, in fruit, that sweetness is encased in fiber. Mm -hmm. In a candy bar, it's not. And there's the difference. So I think that you know by feeding your kids more fruit, is getting fiber into their diet, which will help that. But you're right. If I, I see it in my own grandson at the age of 10 years old, drinking soda. I cringe mm -hmm. when I see him doing mm -hmm. that because I know what that's doing to mm -hmm. his brain. And literally, mm -hmm. that's all he wants mm -hmm. from there forward. Mm -hmm. He won't eat his chicken nuggets that he loved mm -hmm. before because he is addicted mm -hmm. to that sugar. Mm -hmm. And the more you have, the mm -hmm. more you want. Mm -hmm. And it actually, your taste buds will change mm -hmm. based on the level of sugar in your diet. And mm -hmm. it's just like, it's like a drug. You get a little hit, you want more, and you need more and more and more. Therefore, and the next thing you know, that's all you've had in your diet. And you've pushed everything else out. Or it has pushed everything else out. Yes. Um, again, I think a important conversation for another day. And we just went down a big rabbit hole, but I think that it was an important one. So just to recap fundamentals, protein a gram yes. of protein per pound of body weight or the body weight that you're shooting for. Right. Uh, fiber, mostly in the source of... Naturally whole food fiber mm -hmm. that's occurring. Um, eat within a window, preferably 12 hours or less, mm -hmm. and hydrate. And hydrate, yeah. Basic fundamentals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the basis of most diets. That are out there. That are out there. Yeah, right. most definitely. Okay, long answer there, um, but I think a lot of good information. That's how nutrition goes. That is how, that is how it goes. <laughs> that, is, that is how it goes. It's not black and white. Um, it is, I, I do believe it's simple to, to an extent. It's not easy because mm -hmm. just of the sensations we have, but it is much simpler than we tend to make it out to be. Sure. Um, but the problem is simple is not sexy and so it doesn't sell. So, right. you know. Yeah. That's what we're up against. Uh, Jonna, 
have you worked on your speech abilities since our first question? We gave you a lot of time. As much as I could. Good. Well, I have confidence that you'll knock it out of the park this time. Thank you. What you got? What are your thoughts on multivitamins? Good job. That was good. <laughs> that was good. That was real good. Well done. Um, okay. Okay. Multivitamins. You want to go first this time? Uh, well, without knowing any context, that's a, a little bit of a hard question, but I can make a couple of assumptions. Um, I can make an assumption that the multivitamin, the multivitamin is a store brand, synthetically derived, you know, fully loaded with all kinds of stuff. One a day. One a day. Yeah, something to that effect. Uh, I can also make the assumption that the multivitamin is being taken just for general health purposes to cover bases of any missed vitamins and minerals. Um, so I'll go with those two assumptions. With that being said, uh, synthetic multivitamins, which is most multivitamins that we see on the market, are generally not as well uh, recognized by the body as a whole food vitamin. So the, whatever. I would say they're not at all. I, I'm sure it is to some degree. Like I'm sure the body absorbs. Something. Yeah, something. It, to say that it absorbs nothing, I think is maybe too far, but to say that with a thousand percent of B12 and whatever, a thousand percent of vitamin C and this, that, and the other thing, like you're not getting that thousand percent out of a synthetic, mm. synthetically derived right. uh, vitamin. So the problem is those things are all randomly put together. They of course have some research backing them, but it's like, if you're going to use a multivitamin, which I, there's no harm in it, generally speaking, mm. there's no harm in it, but if you're going to use one, you might as well use one that your body will actually utilize a lot of the nutrients out of it, which generally speaking is going to be a whole food multivitamin of sorts. Right. Your body recognizes um, And the, well, and if I were going to take that another level, then I would say even better probably would be some sort of greens powder mm -hmm. of sorts, which seems to be like the popular thing now. Oh, very much And they've so. been around for a long time, but I think they just... They've just gotten, they've gotten a hype going Yeah, right a hype going right now. Um, but I do think that this, it's basically just a multivitamin in powder form mm -hmm. is all that mm -hmm. I, I visualize it mm -hmm. as. And some of them are more robust than others and have more things than others. And again, a lot of it you may or may not utilize. Your body's not going to yeah. use it for what it's yeah. meant to. So I'm surprised you, so the one thing, the first thing I don't think people recognize is the fact that the supplement industry, and I'm going to consider a multivitamin part of that, 100%. is not regulated mm -hmm. by the FDA. There's nobody monitoring what they're mm -hmm. doing with those yep. things when they create them. When they create them. What they put on the package, they have to watch what they put on the package, but they can't. Right. There's no regulation, yep. basically. Yep. So that's the number one yep. issue that I think people need to that's recognize. That's a valid point. Yep. Yeah. Number two, my thoughts on multivitamins is they serve a purpose. And I agree. It should definitely be whole food based, which mm -hmm. it should tell you that on the label. Mm -hmm. um, those should, yes, there are some people based on genetic 
predisposition. Maybe it's a, they have a deficiency because their gut is not healthy and they can't absorb certain things out of their diet. There is a purpose for some people, but the average person, um, when it comes to multivitamins, I think as long as you're eating a whole food-based diet mm -hmm. that has all of its components, you're eating vegetables, you're eating protein, it's basically when it comes to what's in a vitamin, it's, in my opinion, what's found in the vegetables. I was trying to make up deficiencies that Yeah, are... and the fruits and mm -hmm. all of that. So I think that they serve a purpose. I have occasionally used them if I find that, you know, you're coming out of maybe a stomach bug that's mm. kind of lingered around for a mm. long time and you're feeling kind of down and depleted. If, you know, you can't eat vegetables for whatever reason they upset your digestive system, mm -hmm. then I think that using those is supportive. But I don't think that you need to take one the rest of your life. Mm. Use them, like, if you're under a significant stress mm -hmm. where your diet's not being able or your how you're eating is not being able to be complete and thorough then i think yeah but take them for a month a couple of months but you're not focusing on what you need to be doing mm -hmm. so that you're not dependent on that well number one they cost money mm -hmm. and it's not an expense that you want to continue mm -hmm. to take as far as the greens go i think that you know yes if i was going to choose between one or the other i would choose those mm -hmm. i think um because I just feel like you probably absorb that mm -hmm. much better. But um, yeah, a, a stressful life coming out of you know an illness of some sort, mm -hmm. I think they serve a purpose then. Mm -hmm. I definitely would make them whole food based. Mm -hmm. I'd make them organic mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Because you don't, because you if you are needing a multivitamin, you need to be taking care of mm -hmm. all of those pieces in mm -hmm. your health. And then I think once you begin to feel better, once you get your diet straightened out, maybe you know you're able to eat vegetables or you've ramped those back up, then I, come off of it. Yeah. I don't think it's something you need to take yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm a much bigger fan of like of like vitamin specific. Yes. Dosages. Yes. So like, number one, you need blood work in order. Well, there's two things. If you've done blood work and you know that you're deficient in certain things, don't take a multivitamin because you you're don't need not, all the pieces. Yeah, you don't need everything else. You right. need the thing, right. whatever that is. Vitamin D usually is most people are deficient in vitamin D. Even if you are, even if your blood work says that you're in the normal range, probably it's still deficient because understand that normal range is not normal. It's only what keeps us alive. Mm -hmm. That's very important to understand, by the way. Um, so vitamin D is one, the B vitamins for women, especially, I think, uh, B12 Someone, yeah. and B6. Mm -hmm. uh, those C, are other ones, vitamin C in the, the in the winter, ones. like that kind of thing. So I'm much more of a fan of like, well, pick like if you're, or if you're after a specific, uh, after a specific purpose. Um, so like if you want to sleep better or if you have cramps, like take magnesium. Mm -hmm. I think everyone mm -hmm. should take magnesium, not everyone, well, but a lot of people, people should anyway. Because stress depletes our magnesium yep. and we don't store it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, electrolyte, not a vitamin or mineral for that matter, but electrolytes are another thing, like taking electrolytes if you work out regularly, like that's something that you should do. Like that's that's more better, a better strategy, mm -hmm. not better, but it's a more effective strategy if you 
Like, if you're deficient in things, take the thing. Yes. Don't take them over. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree very much. Well, because I don't think people realize there's fat-soluble vitamins and then there's water-soluble. So the fat-soluble vitamins store up in our fat Mm -hmm. in our body. So if you don't need Mm -hmm. a specific fat-soluble vitamin and you're taking it, it's going to build in your system, accumulate. Mm -hmm. And like the water-soluble ones, you know, they they don't do that as well. Like B12, you see B12 and... Kate just bought some B12 and it's like 5,000 milligrams or something mm-hmm. ridiculous, which is mm-hmm. like 200,000% mm-hmm. of the daily right. recommended dose, but it's water soluble. Like right. literally, she's not flush it out. She's literally not you could take, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to overdose on right. B12 yeah. and I think B6. Other B vitamins, not so much. Uh, niacin, for instance, I would not suggest mm-hmm. taking very high dose of niacin because that's what, if you've ever taken a pre-workout drink, yeah, that's what causes pleasant. the flushing and mm-hmm. the tingling. Mm-hmm. Not a fun feeling um, if you take too much of it. But um, yes, the the manufacturing is a very good a very good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember being at a conference. Shoot, this was ten years ago or so. Like right when I was kind of like getting into understanding supplements better. I'd taken a bunch of supplements before that, but I hadn't understood them. I just took them. Yeah, because the people <laughs> yeah. in the industry was telling me you uh, needed yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. I used to have a uh, You know, enhancers and this, that, and the other mm-hmm. thing. And um, So I was starting to understand that, and I heard someone say that, and I'm like, what? That can't be right. That can't be right. And yet it is. Yeah. So... Um, what do you look for on a label to know that the manufacturer is also, um, the manufacturer is also doing their, some sort of due diligence to make sure that it's done well. GMP, good manufacturing practices is one stamp you should look for. Okay. GMP. Okay. Good manufacturing practices, I think is what that stands for. Mm -hmm. That means they actually clean their stuff, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, most supplements and like most of them have that. That's one. Uh, the, the, what's the, the mixture thing? Uh, tell me about that. The mixture thing? Yeah. So like whenever they have their own, um, their proprietary Yeah, there you blend? go. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, well, so proprietary blend, I, this is what. I have read in the past. So proprietary blend has some protection yeah. as far as what shows on the label. So a company does not have to disclose their proprietary blend. So well, how much is in it? They don't have to even disclose and tell you what they're putting in that product oh, really? during right. So yeah. the proprietary blend does not have to be stipulated out. It's salt, sugar, you know, whatever. Right, right. So in that big bucket term. Yeah. If they want to add sugar into that product to make it taste It can be in there. Right. They can throw it in during that time. Mm. They don't have to disclose that on the label. Mm. So I'm always, when I see proprietary blend on a label, I'm like, mm, that's kind of like a obscure. Yeah. You're not re- you don't really know yeah. what they do. Because yeah. they own that, yeah. so they don't have to put that on the well, and I think the other tricky thing, tricky thing about proprietary blends, which you see on, on you see on some multivitamins, but you also see on just like, you know, hormone booster supplements and you know whatever other kind of supplements that are that are out there. And it's not to say that like 
the things that are in the blends aren't potentially helpful, but they, so they have the proprietary blend and a lot of supplements, they'll list out what's in the blend and it's, you know, whatever, 2000 milligrams of the blend, mm -hmm. but you have no clue how much of what supplement, sup, like which one of those supplements is actually in there. Right. And it mm -hmm. can have all these lists of things and like five of them are actually useful, but they put, you know, whatever, 1900 milligrams of silicone in there right. and then mm -hmm. 100 milligrams of everything else right. just dabbled in. Mm -hmm. So that's very tricky and that's definitely something that's worth looking out for. Well, and the other thing I would like to throw out when it comes to any supplement, um, the gummies. Everything comes in gummy form mm -hmm. now. And why do you think that is? Because we're spoiled, we need taste. We need we taste. We, we need. We need what we think <laughs> we taste. We need is. sugar. Yeah. So when you, I feel like if you're taking vitamin C gummies, mm -hmm. whole food vitamin gummies, mm -hmm. melatonin gummies, mm -hmm. you're getting a big hit of sugar mm -hmm. along with the good things that you're trying to take in. So mm -hmm. it's a wash, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And the gummy industry is huge mm -hmm. right now. If you go out, you can see gummies of all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's something to keep in mind mm -hmm. when you're choosing your vitamins. Don't choose a gummy because you're not serving you're not serving the purpose that you're mm -hmm. looking for. So anyway. Very good. Yeah. All right, TJ. Yeah. Thanks so much. Welcome, JS. Your wisdom is always deeply appreciated. Oh, I don't know about wisdom. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank Most you. Most definitely. And people, make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you share this bad boy so that your friends could get the good news too. And until next time, here's to your success and health and fitness mastery.